Welcome to the Empower 21 Leadership Podcast. My name is Caleb Worley. I'm the Executive Director of Empower 21. We have a special guest with us today, Sammy Rodriguez. He's a pastor, an author, a mentor, now a movie producer, and he's joining us today. Sammy, so glad to have you here on the podcast. And you're a friend. And of course, the best title is You're My Friend. Indeed, I agree. Well, Sammy, take us back a little bit because we've seen the work that God has done in your life and the impacts of your ministry. But take us back a little bit because some of our listeners, they don't know the story. So how did you get into ministry? What was that like in the beginning? Parents are not preachers, grew up in an evangelical church, uh, an assembly of God church, 14 years of age. I doubted everything I saw in church. I did. I still doubt some of the stuff I see in church. Uh, not everything, but just a, so 14 years of age, I have an encounter with God. This teen challenge director who I never met before in my life mm -hmm. comes into the church and under the anointing of the Holy Spirit gives a prophetic word by name. Wow. says there's a Sammy in the house, a young Samuel. The whole church pointed to me because it's an introverted church. They pointed to me and that changed my destiny. I mean, when you're 14 and God tells you, you end up praying for presidents, mm -hmm. you're 14. Wow. Presidents of what? The YMCA boys club? Mm -hmm. Presidents. There was a girl in the audience who saw this. She said, I'm gonna marry that boy, which she did. Uh, oh, so wow. 29 years later. So it's, it's 14 year, years of age and encounter with God and here I am. That's amazing. You know. Uh, you see the favor of God on people's lives and the results that are produced and the opportunities that God presents to them. Uh, many of our listeners know you uh, from the opportunity you had praying for our current president in the U.S. We have a global audience, but in the U.S., our current president, Donald Trump. And you know what was surprising to many, though it shouldn't be, they were surprised by the way that you prayed and what you said in the prayer. Could you tell that story? Because I think it's very interesting how that whole story unfolded. Yeah, it was an interesting time indeed. I mean, the election was very divisive, as you well know. I was invited to pray in full disclosure, I've served in some sort of advisory capacity to three presidents, President Bush, President Obama, even though I disagreed with him with a great amount of his policies, though mm -hmm. I had great respect for him and he had me there. And then President Trump invited me to pray the first uh, spirit empowered person uh, prayer language person, that's all like for tongue speaking. Yeah. Uh, the first Latino evangelical, the first of Puerto Rican descent, the first assembly of God. There were a lot he of- He had first, all the first covered. No, but, it's, it, but it, it came with a lot of, uh, this is not like full humility, with a lot of like, oh God, you know, this, this is a divine moment. There's a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. And the name of Jesus wasn't mentioned on that stage for 11 years. Wow. So I was told before- So, so say that again, because our oh, listeners, if you're listening to this, you're saying that people were actually praying for many years without well, even using the key to right, unlock no, they, the they, prayers. They were, it, was, it was politically incorrect. Mm. So for 11 years, Jesus wasn't mentioned. And, and any, it wasn't mentioned. So all of a sudden, I go in there and I pray and I read Matthew 5 and there's, a, there's an anointing on it. Yeah. And all of a sudden, and I knew going in here, how am I going to finish? I was asked by a reporter beforehand, how are you going to wrap up? Please tell me you're not going to use that name. And I went, what name? And I knew what she was referring to. Yeah. She went, you know, Sam, the name. Because if you mention that name, you're going to alienate everyone else who doesn't believe in that name. So please tell me you're going to continue the new tradition of not mentioning the name. Mm. So I said, you're going to have to watch and see. And I finished my declaration and I looked into the cameras, 1.1 billion people around the world. And I said, respectfully, in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. I kid you not, the president said amen. Members of Congress said yeah. amen. I can't swear on the Supreme Court. But the audience <laughs> said amen. I was bombarded with people all over the world saying, we said amen. Oh my God, you mentioned Jesus in front of the entire world and in, you know, in an audience sure. of 1.1 billion people, Christ was exalted. 
and it shifted the atmosphere. Mm. Because, and they asked me post fact, were you trying to be edgy or you trying to be controversial? What were you trying to be? I go, no, no, absolutely not. I just completely know that there is power in the name of Jesus. Yeah. I know it. At a dimension of that name, every devil, demon, legion, principality, and power of darkness has to flee and surrender to the authority of that name. That is so good. You know, as a leader, you've illustrated uh, really extreme boldness and faith, and audacity, and some of the things you've been able to accomplish. There are those that may be listening to this leadership podcast. Now, what would you encourage them with as a leader? There have been some of the, uh, the stones in your bag that you've gone to that are maybe the foundation of who Sammy Rodriguez is as a leader. That would be helpful for someone listening. Seven stones using your metaphor. All right. Live a holy, healed, healthy, happy, humble, hungry, honoring life. Mm. I'll do it again. Live a holy, healed, healthy, happy, humble, hungry, honoring life. Wow. These are my seven H's. They guide me every single day. That's amazing. It's something that God instructed me. It was a revelation that God gave me on just, again, meaning that in each of these areas, there was a growth process, a maturity process. Live a holy, healed, healthy, happy, humble, hungry, honoring life, and, and, and you will change the world. God will open doors that no man can close. I've lived it out. I've seen it. And it's not rhetorical. It's what you do privately. It's your private encounters that lead to public elevation. Yeah. It's continuity. You have to be real. You know, one of my, my kids, I have three kids, and, and my greatest testimony, it's not the movie or the inauguration or the books or any of that. It's the fact that you can talk to my kids and, and you can ask my kids, tell me about your dad. And you're, they're all gonna tell you, you see the guy in the pulpit and the guy there, it's the same guy at home. Wow. And he's probably holier at home than he is on stage. <laughs> and and, it's, and it's, it's an obsession, yes. I just wanna see the glory of God. Mm. And I know it's all him, 1 Corinthians 15, 10. Like I know it, not rhetorically, I know it's all Jesus. So I just don't want to mess up. The second thing that guides me is I want to make those that follow me greater than myself. Mm. I don't want to build an empire around San Rodriguez, the persona, because that'll die one day. Yeah. If you really want legacy, build something greater than yourself that transcends you mm. and even your persona. Even the, I mean, so I want, I, want to make, I want to make sure those that follow me, yeah. that they do greater things in San Rodriguez. So I was the first Latino to do that. I want to see more Latino Americans mm. do that. I, I was the first Latino uh, evangelical producer in, in world history yeah. of, of, of secular movies from a secular movie studio, 20th Century Fox. I don't want to be the last one. I'm just a guy, the pioneer, opening the door for those to follow me will do greater things. That, that's my model. That's my mantra. You know, that, that is amazing because I haven't been able to quantify that in the time I've spent with you, but I've always felt that you're actually like pushing people along. I feel better when I talk with you. And I, and I notice it's, you don't individualize it just for one. You actually bring this everywhere you go. That's me. That if it's a meeting of 10 people or a meeting of 10,000 people, you have demonstrated, I'm going to push them along. And I hope that somebody out there does something great. And so you, your principles, whatever that you are living by, it's actually working. Now, let me ask you this question, sure. because as a leader, it's not all roses, it's not all pie in the sky, it's not all living on the mountaintop, there are some valleys. And you've probably had to go through some of those as a leader. And what have you learned on how to handle adversity as a leader that could help someone listening today? There, just what I learned, two things. One is there's an anointing born out of adversity that enables you to overcome whatever the enemy sends your way. Yeah. Every adversity gives birth to a particular anointing. So there's a reason why we go through what we go through. In the same context of conversation, there are things that we go through that we learn more about ourselves. So it's less about who is my enemy. We're obsessed with external enemies. This guy's coming against me. That's coming against me. This, 
it, it's more about yourself. It's the man in the mirror. Mm. I want to learn me. What, what has to be purged out of me? What has to be driven out of me? What do I have to leave behind yeah. in order for me not just to overcome, but to thrive? So adversity is a, is a great opportunity, not only for self-improvement, that sounds really, you know, new age-ish, sure. but it's for a moment of the Holy Spirit just convicting you of, let's look at you for a moment here. Mm. And so I find adversity to be an opportunity. Again, I don't welcome it. It's not like I'm inviting adversity, <laughs> but I do understand again that these seven ages, I'm going back to that, mm. they serve as a firewall. If you live a holy, healed, healthy, happy, humble, hungry, honoring life, nothing can stop you. Wow. And I mean absolutely nothing. It's impenetrable. It's, in, there, it's an impermeable membrane of covering mm -hmm. that's through the blood of Christ, the vicarious, atoning blood of Jesus that covers you. But you have to live a holy, healed, healthy, happy, humble, hungry, honoring life Man. for that blood to be fully effective. That is so powerful. I hope you catch that. If you're listening or watching, you catch what Sammy's sharing with us today. Now you've been a part of the Empower 21 journey. Many people don't know what that is. Uh, and I wanna encourage you to get more information, uh, empower21.com. We have a, a gathering coming up in Jerusalem, uh, Pentecost week, 2020. Sammy, you're gonna be there with us. And right now, why don't you just take a moment as we're closing out, pray for those viewers or listeners today that maybe uh, as you mentioned those seven things, they realize there's some deficiency in their life. Maybe they're going through a difficult time. And why don't you just speak to that? Why don't you pray whatever God's leading you in? The great thing about this, the, the reality of the grace-filled work of Christ, the seven H's, it's not about you. It's not about your ability. It's about his anointing. It's yeah. not about your potential. It's about his power. It's not even about your gifting. It's about his grace. So the moment you understand that if there are shortcomings in one of the seven H's, he, he is responsible. All he wants is permission. Yeah. Believe it or not, God asking for permission, it sounds awkward, but that free will component, just tell him, God, do it, it's yours. So Father, in Jesus' name, yes. by the power of your Holy Spirit, right now, every single participant, every single viewer, leader, whoever's interacting with this podcast right now, I am believing in the name of Jesus that they will live a holy, healed, healthy, happy, humble, hungry, honoring life. And with that life, they will change the world for the glory of the risen Christ. Show up, oh God. Bring everything in order. Order precedes overflow. Bring order into every circumstance, every family, home, marriage, and ministry, every way of thinking. By the power of your spirit, we command it, decree it, establish it, and believe it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Sammy, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. Those of you that are listening or watching, we're so glad you guys could join us. Stay tuned for the next episode of the Empower 21 Leadership Podcast.